Hello, hello, and welcome to Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk. We are live, and we are powered by Fairway, as always, Fairway mm-hmm. Food Stores. Um, I am your co-host, Andy Kretzinger. We got uh, Hunter Moeller here rocking the Dragon Ball Z shirt that he's trying to cover up. Uh, how's it going, Hunter? <laughs> I'm doing good. And uh, Nick, uh, Nick Steffens, Dickie Brackett's on the... Uh, on the ones and twos, we're a little early today. Santa brought it early. Yep. Uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Um, the people who get that reference will be uh, happier than the people who don't. But um, we are here with a little high school sports action. We're going to go a little quick today. Yep. I got. It. I have been uh, summoned to the dentist at about one thirty, and I still have stories to do. So that's why. We're, that's why Santa brought it early today. Um, so why don't we dive right in? Let's just dive right in. Oh, before we do that, you're watching this on, where, where can you watch this show? Hunter? Well, we can watch it. Well, we can watch it. You can watch it. Anybody can watch it <laughs> <laughs> on, uh, Washington lives, uh, Facebook. Um, we're on YouTube right now. Um, live streaming. Um, you can find us on Spotify. Uh, that's also, uh, we're also on Washington, uh, we're not Washington, the Fairfield Mount Pleasant lives, Facebook as well. So, uh, tune in any of those, uh, any of those, uh, few streaming services there and check us out there we go and um we also uh, on our twitter at union sports page Mm -hmm. we always pin it i always say that and then i make sure i actually did so anytime during the week when you go into our twitter uh to look at scores or whatever you should be able to click on it Mm -hmm. and watch it so um we're gonna start with some softball today we're gonna softball and baseball for the big schools to start things off so this uh first segment's gonna be softball and i guess i should start us off because i had two of our three big school softball teams last night uh, so I was uh, at um, Fairfield uh, Middle School last night for Fairfield, Washington. Uh, Hunter, um, in the last 16 matchups uh, before last night, mm-hmm. uh, Washington uh, had won one game over the Fairfield Trojans. Of all the teams that are a nemesis to Washington, it's definitely Fairfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Trojans stole two of them uh, last year where Washington had the lead the whole time. Um, a couple of more exciting games last year. Uh, this year, it was the Washington Demons, at least in, in the, the first uh, two games of the of the season here, because mm-hmm. I'll play Thursday. But 11-9 in game one and 6-1. and 11-9 game one, 6-1 to one in game two. Um, but uh, I would give, uh, if you had to give um, specific players of the game, I would give the same kid uh, the player of the game for game one and game two. And anybody there knew... Uh, it was funny, uh, you know, we usually grab a, a player for a post-game interview um, if we can catch him, and uh, there was absolutely no doubt who earned it last night. Um, eighth grader Colby Griner for Washington. Uh, huge day offensively um, in game one, 11-9. Uh, and then uh, she actually pitched um, a complete game in game two for the Demons. So I want to read this stat line for game one for her. Um, four for four, two homers, a double and four RBIs. And that was in her first ever game against Fairfield. And um, what makes that uh, kind of m- more impressive and, and kind of in a funny in a way is, um, so Fairfield ace um, Cody Ingle has, has been one of their best pitchers since she was in eighth grade. Right. And I was trying to think when she started pitching varsity um, softball, uh, Colby, Colby Griner would have been about eight years old, seven or eight yeah. years old. Um, so... Uh, um, the eighth grader went into the senior last night. It, it was a big night for Was- Washington in general was able to show off their bats um, pretty well. So they scored, they batted around in the second, scored nine runs. That made it 10 to one. Um, Fairfield, of course, uh, uh, battled back, scored three in the fifth, um, four in the sixth. Uh, Olivia Hollander, who's been uh, just on fire for Fairfield, um, sophomore center field. She had a, a, a two RBI triple in the sixth that cut it to uh, 10 to eight. 
she ended up with four RBIs, and as I said, she, she had a great um, tournament this weekend for them as well. Uh, and then top of the seventh, Colby Griner leads off, bombs one again, same spot, left field. It's 11-8. Uh, Fairfield still got the game-tying run uh, to the plate, which uh, that might have broke the demons if, if Fairfield would have uh, survived a two-home run game uh, from an eighth grader and still come back and win that. But uh, Bella Salazar got out of it, uh, forced a pop-up um, to uh, end the game, and um, Washington took game one. And then in game two, um, it was uh, Colby Griner pitching for Washington. Um, usually they go Salazar and then um, Halleck Cutterback. Yep. Uh, I guess she's on a mission trip, so um, she couldn't pitch for him. Uh, Colby Griner's. Uh, they have three three pitchers that pitch a lot. It's not like there's. It's not like it's two and then it, you know Cap Colby gets uh, starts here and there anyway. Um, but uh, she did a great job. She held uh, Fairfield to one run, which has to be their lowest in. Um, probably like 100 years against uh, Washington and, and, and the lowest of the season. Um, uh, she pitched great. Um, by the way, I had some insight. Speaking of um, Colby Griner and the Griner family, I had some, uh, a source that let me know uh, why Colby is uh, so good at softball as an eighth grader because I talked to her grandparents last night, and her grandma said that, um, so we know that there's a lot of them in the family that are playing sports right now for Washington, and Colby's the youngest, so her grandma said that since she was the youngest, she's the one who got picked on growing up, which oh, is why she's so tough. So, uh, so I said, you know what, I'm going to say it on the show tomorrow, and uh, promises made, promises delivered, uh, delivered that line. You a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I actually texted you to make sure you reminded me. Um, and I didn't. So, yeah, she struck out five. Uh, Salazar actually struck out ten in uh, game one, despite the fact that um, Fairfield was, was still scoring a lot. Um, Leah Helmick had a, a nice game for Fairfield. She had a couple hits in an RBI. Um, Ella Griner had a couple hits in um, an RBI in game two, and she had a nice uh, game one as well. So it was a good night for the, the Griner family and a very rare night um, for Fairfield getting swept at home anyway. And as I said last year, it was like no matter how good Washington played last year, it got to the sixth and seventh inning and didn't matter what the score was. Fairfield was going to strain together base hits until they won the game. And um, this year, uh, Washington has is, is finally uh, knocked them off. So big win for the Demons, by the way, um, because that keeps them one game below Burlington in the SEC standings with, I believe, Keokuk and Burlington to go. Well, and Fairfield on Thursday, because mm-hmm. Fair- Fairfield will come to Washington on Thursday. So yep. if the Demons can get that, then it's a, then it's a real thing. Then, it's, yes. then it's, they are absolutely right there with Burlington for the conference here mm-hmm. in a couple weeks. So, yeah. um, And you were at a softball game that I was, I was kind of shocked when you yep. texted me the score of game one, because Mount Pleasant was playing at number nine Burlington last night. Yeah, uh, you know, the, the story kind of, you know, the past couple of weeks from Mount Pleasant, obviously they've been on a little, uh, you know, struggling as of late. And, you know, Ayers have kind of been playing a big part. But tonight, uh, or tonight, last night, uh, the Panthers looked pretty good uh, um, out there in the in the field. Um, you know, I was texting you and I said, yeah, Mount Pleasant's only down uh, 4-0. And it was, uh, it was 1-0 for four, four innings. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a, a um, um, great effort from... Uh, uh, Ty Alter, uh, I believe that's her name. That I yep, yep. Is that right? Uh, pitching for the uh, Panthers, their sophomore. Uh, she only gave up four hits uh, and had one strikeout through four innings there. So, uh, you know, as I mentioned, uh, great showing for her there. Panthers looked good out defensively. Uh, really, the story of the night was they just couldn't 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 get the uh, the ball outside of the infield. Um, and if it went to the outfield, it was finding a, 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 a Greyhound glove. Mm-hmm. Really, just couldn't get the uh, runners on base and bring them home there. Uh, Mount Pleasant had just three hits. 
uh, and 10 innings through those and 10 in, innings total through the two games there. Um, as I mentioned, uh, it was 1-0 heading into the fifth inning there in that first game. Um, a two-run homer kind of really, you know, put the game on ice for how it was going uh, just at the plate for the Panthers there. So it ended up being 4-0 in that first one. Um, they just had one hit in that game, Addison Clark. Uh, freshman Addison Clark had a two-out single in that one. Um, and then in game two, uh, it was really – what Burlington's been doing to uh, you know teams all all season long it seems twelve yeah. zero for the Greyhounds in that one. Um, once again, struggling at the play for at the play for the Panthers. Um, the uh, the Greyhounds knocked in five runs in that first first inning, uh, three more in the second, and then uh, plated four more in the third there uh, to win at twelve zero after three innings. So a tough one there for the uh, the Panthers. But I mean, you know, looking at that first game, they showed that they can hang with uh, you know one of the best teams in the state and. You know, obviously, we can say Burlington's one of the best teams in the state. Obviously, ranked ninth and just got done uh, beating number two uh, Norwalk over the weekend. So, yeah, uh, yeah. and then they had uh, eighth grader Jocelyn Martin um, or Jolyn Martin in the circle there, um, and her and Jersey Beachy both picked up um, hits in that game uh, or picked up the two Panther hits in that second game there, and then as and then Martin pitched in the circle as well. Yeah. So I mean, you know, a pair of defeats, but you got to be. You know, I mean, I'd be feeling good with how the season's been going so far, and you come in against a tough Burlington squad, and you're really in it for, I mean, you're really in it the entire game looking at that first game there. Yeah, it's funny because um, uh, both, uh, so Mount Pleasant played Washington in three games, and in two of those games, they were leading in mm-hmm. the third inning, I think, and then to have this close one against Burlington, which it's a good sign when you have a lot of young kids, and by the way, um, those three pitchers for Mount Pleasant are all freshmen and under. Um, um, Maya Starr uh, and uh, Martin and um, Alter are all all pretty young and mm-hmm. um, inexperienced, and they're able to hold that um, Burlington offense a, a little more silent. But that's good when you have a young team. You want to see them have a couple of these games where they're playing these super, you know, these super teams, and they uh, can uh, hang with them. That's a sign that maybe uh, down the road here they'll be knocking off those teams. Mm-hmm. Although Burlington has a ton of young kids too. So. Yeah, that's what's crazy is the uh, the Southeast Conference seems to be young like all around. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> but it yeah. is. So uh, probably uh, if you if you took an eighth grade freshman team of every conference and had them play a tournament, I would, would probably say uh, Southeast Conference probably have a, a pretty good yeah. darn good chance. They so um, updating uh, the standings. Um, it's kind of turned into a two-team race in the SEC. It hasn't kind of turned into a two-team race. It is a two-team race right now. Burlington. Yep, Burlington 8-0, Washington 7-1, and Fort Mass and Fairfield both 3-5, and uh, Keokuk 2-6, and six, and Mount Pleasant 1-7. and seven. Mm-hmm. So that uh, fourth through, third through uh, sixth are still up for grabs, and it seems like um, um, Washington and Burlington when they play, which I believe is next week, right? Um, yes. Mount Pleasant and Fairfield definitely play next week. Uh, and that might be, uh, whatever happens on Thursday, that might be... Um, no, Washington and uh, Burlington actually play the last three games of the of – the, um, so Washington plays Keokuk next week. So. Wow, because it literally could be decided. Been Probably going to be decided in that last series of yep. the year, um, no matter how, uh, how it shakes out. But, um, yeah, speaking of shaking out, let's shake out some of uh, our commercial time here. Uh, I've got a couple minutes shake of sponsors, <laughs> and we're going to come back. We're going to talk about um, the big school baseball games from last night, um, and then we also have some – um, big uh, stuff to come with yeah. the small schools and a big uh, Major, Major League, League Baseball yeah. update. Well, that's Federation called a teaser, Bank so you stick a around. We owned that's bank providing award winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, and Washington, Iowa. 
Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. Unbelievable amount of devastation. I've never seen anything like it. We had a beautiful barn that was gone in 20 minutes. Farm Bureau stepped up right away and said, hey, we got you and we'll be there for you. We were taken care of. Now we could get on to repairing and rebuilding. I tell everybody about Farm Bureau. We're fortunate to say we have good coverage with good people doing it. Contact Farm Bureau agents Tony Starr and Mike Welcher in Mount Pleasant today. Tammy takes the time and has the personal interest in each one of us. I don't worry about what's going to happen because I know my policy is taken care of. She pulls what I need and puts it together, which is the program I get from her. Every year she calls around September or so and says, there's changes again and I'm going to do the best thing for you. It's been perfect. She does a great job. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. When you aspire to be a dancer, you are both an artist and an athlete. Your strength combines with beauty and grace seamlessly. Your efforts result in enhanced coordination, the ability to cooperate and compromise with others, and the confidence to perform in front of an audience. Not to mention the fun you will have and the lifelong friendships you will develop. We are enrolling now for fall classes and we would love to see you shine like the star that you are. Join us for Dance and Tumbling at Stairway to the Stars. Please visit our website for online registration. Welcome back to Southeast Iowa Union Sports Talk Live here on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Twitter, whatever you have. Whatever you have, we we got it. We'll get on it. Just uh, let us know if we're not. Um, that's a promise I can't actually keep, but yeah. that's not my responsibility. Uh, we're uh, back. We're going to talk a little baseball. Should I go first again since it's... Uh, I mean, I can go first if you don't. Why don't you go first? You know what, Hunter? Hunter, go first with a little Mal Pleasant. You know, Mal Pleasant put a scare into Burlington uh, undefeated uh, in the conference play. Almost came to an end last night. How'd that go? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, right out of the gate, Mal Pleasant looked, uh, uh, you know, looked great uh, at the plate. Um, turned a little lopsided late in game one, but uh, game two was uh, basically right down to the final two innings. But... Uh, Burlington's a winner. Uh, winners in both games, 12-3 in game one and then 4-3 in game two. Um, as I mentioned, uh, the Panthers had the bats going early. Um, they kicked off the scoring in this, uh, the top of the second frame there, a leadoff double by Carter Amos and a, and a bunt by Payson Coleman, uh, led, um, followed by a wild pitch, scored Amos to put him, put him up 1-0 there. Um, pretty much every time the Panthers got on the board, uh, Burlington was uh, able to answer back. They scored uh, two in the bottom of that frame um, and uh, would never trail again. Um, 
in the uh, bottom of the fourth, uh, Burlington made it 4-1 uh, with uh, another pair of runs there. Uh, Mount Pleasant was able to cut it down um, in the top of the fifth with two runs, making it a one-run game there. Um, RBIs from Jake Ensmeyer and Peyton Walker uh, cut it to 4-3 there. Um, and then uh, the Panthers, that was really them the rest of the way out. I ended up scoring five in the bottom of that fifth inning there and then uh, three more in the sixth. And uh, basically, you know, the Panthers just uh, couldn't couldn't make up the difference there. Um, uh, Zarek Vinghouse, Jake Ensminger, J.C. Sitar, Peyton Walker, Garrett Cook, Carter Amos, Ben Newton, and Payson Coleman all had one hit in that game. Ensminger pitched five point um, one innings there, allowing 12 runs, six, only six earned on there, 13 hits, three walks, two strikeouts in that one. Um, in game two, um, really it was uh, Mount Pleasant leading. Uh, for the majority of this contest. Um, they scored three in the top of that first inning. Um, they got uh, RBI singles from uh, Enzminger and Sitar, and then an RBI, RBI double uh, from Amos. Uh, gave the Panthers a 3-0 lead. But once again, uh, Burlington answered back two runs of their, of their own in the bottom of that first inning. Um, both teams went scoreless through the next four innings into the fifth. It really became a pitcher's duel. Uh, Venghouse was on the mound in that second uh, matchup. Um, Kyler Schwartz of Burlington. Those two kind of battled it out um, between the two of them. They allowed just three hits for five straight innings. Um, and then uh, to Mount Pleasant's dismay. Uh, uh, I see. Yeah, yeah, you see that? You like that? Uh, we were <laughs> talking, we were ta- he was trying to put, he oh, put that in the story and he was trying to think of the word dismay yeah, just a yeah. few few minutes before the show. Yeah, but uh, um, it was uh, Burlington that, that broke that scoreless streak there in the bottom of the six with uh, with a pair of runs, which proved to be game winners as uh, the Panthers uh, couldn't couldn't bring the uh, um, you know tying run game winning run uh, either in the top of the seventh. So uh, another another tough loss there for uh, the Panthers. There uh, Carter Amos finished with a pair of hits and an RBI in that game. Enzminger and uh, Sitar both had hits. Enzminger finished with uh, one RBI as well. And then Vangas pitched a complete game, allowed just uh, uh, four runs, zero earned in that one, on uh, six hits, one walk, and five strikeouts. So pretty efficient outing for him. Just. Uh, um, a uh, tough loss there, though, but uh, nice showing in that second one, at least. Yeah, so now Mount Pleasant's got four losses in conference play, and three of those are, ab- like, winnable. Uh, yep. Three of those, uh, they, they played pretty tight. And really, uh, if you look at the standees, standees, if you look at the standings, uh, you know, Burlington, obviously, you mentioned six, uh, mm-hmm. undefeated in the conference, 6-0, and oh, if the if varsity bounds right, I have to go count it up, but Mount Pleasant's only 4-2. Four 4-4. and, two. Four and really? four. They, Those two are not in yet. Okay. Yeah, okay. wait, 4 and so, yeah, 4 and 4. Yeah, I'd be 4-4 four and four then. So, really, if Fairfields aren't in, What's Fairfield? It's four and four too. I think. Yep, because everyone's got eight. So we look at it. You know, um, Fairfield Mount Pleasant tied four and four there. Uh, really, Mount Pleasant gets another shot at you know Burlington on Thursday mm-hmm. um, at home. Really, they could you know kind of pull in at least get you know steal one from there and then they'd have to have you know Burlington kind of yeah fall apart uh, a little bit yeah, in the last. Six. Well, last you know they still these teams still have one on Thursday and then so seven games still left in the conference. Right. So um, the lot can happen in seven games. Right. Um, yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought you had something else going there. No, 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 no. Well, I'll talk about uh, Fairfield and Washington. Uh, so game one last night, it was funny, the, because of the JV game went long, um, the softball game was already in the bottom of the second by the time baseball started. And I looked over and I was like, I'm sitting, so I was taking pictures of softball. I'm sitting over there looking at the, you can see the scoreboard at the baseball field uh, when you're standing on the softball field. And uh, you just see like, you just see the inning just zero 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 quick, and it quickly passed uh, the softball game, uh, and it was uh, because um, we had uh, Washington's Isaac Vetter and Fairfield's Tate Allen, two of the best in the conference, going at it, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just uh, one of the quickest games you you could see. Um, the two uh, pitched 
pretty flawlessly the entire game. Um, Fairfield got three hits on the night, and Washington got two. They both pitched a complete game, but the uh, um, one run came in the bottom of the sixth for Fairfield. So um, after Allen had, had um, sat down Washington on the top of the fifth, um, Fairfield got a, a runner on, uh, and Dane Burkhart, a uh, freshman, came up uh, to the plate. They um, ran, I think it was uh, just a straight-up squeeze. It wasn't even really like a, a safety squeeze. It was more of a suicide because the, uh, the runner did take off. Um, but um, Dane uh, Burkhart, I, I don't know why I want to give him the nickname Dane the Brain because it rhymes. <laughs> but uh, I don't want to do that yet. I'll clear it with him, but I think that would be a sweet name. Um, but a pretty smart butt because it uh, was uh, right in the middle of um, pitcher and catcher. And, um, you know, when it came to even thinking about trying to throw the runner off at home and then turning around and trying to get him at first, he ended up uh, getting a bunt single out of it. So that was an RBI bunt single for Burkhart. The only RBI, the only run of the game. Um, Tate Allen uh, gave up two hits and struck out eight. Uh, and uh, so uh, that's pretty much the story game of game one. A really tough loss for Isaac Fetter because he pitched great. He only struck out... Uh, Two batters, but he just uh, throws so many strikes and, and lets his defense do the work. Yes? I was going to ask, was uh, Casey Miller back yet? I uh, know he was there, but uh, no, not, I, I not a quite. I haven't played yet this year. I was just kidding. Yes, got an, got an injury. Uh, I don't have a – I should have asked his dad um, last night about it, um, or him, um, but I don't know um, – I know he was battling injuries like, during wrestling season as well. So. I just knew he was injured or something, and I was. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of a. It was, I mean, that's, that's, a big, that's a big. That's a big. Uh, the big loss for them, especially because you know they had they lost a good amount of of senior talent from last year. Well, and I believe they had. Uh, I think Tate was playing in the outfield, and now he's uh, came Tate, into shortstop. Yeah, he plays shortstop. And and Miller pitch. was playing shortstop last. Yep, year. yep. He was their main shortstop last year. So yeah, they're they're a little. Um, you know, messed around and and Fairfield has lost a lot of close games. Right. They've played more close games than probably anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so they finally got a couple last night because there was a walk off in game two. Um, it's uh, well, it depends on how you define a walk off. Um, I'll explain what happened. First off, it was uh, four four going into the eighth. Um, a wild one. The, the, in this one, um, there was a lot of back and forth. Um, Caleb Zaglaski had tied the game for Washington in the in the fifth at four four. They went into extra innings in the bottom of the eighth. Um, Aiden Cruder got on for um, the Trojans. Uh, Tate Allen bunted him over, and then Landon uh, Nordifton. By the way, if, if I'm pronouncing that name, I should have asked him how to pronounce his name last night. I've heard it like different. I, no I, I, when I see his name, I want to say no drift, but I think that's just because of the Fast and the Furious. I'm a big, big, <laughs> big Fast and the Furious fan, so that's what pops into my brain. But um, but uh, Landon came up and sent a shot to center, which uh, well, <laughs> sent a shot to center, and um, uh, center fielder jumped kind of. Misplayed a little bit, but jumped up and it bounced out of his glove. I probably would have scored a hit, but it was uh, on on the official, very official I score and varsity bre- uh, bound apps it, uh, is going down as an error. Um, so I still have to count that as a walk off. So he got the second on it. It wasn't technically a double. Uh, scored the run and uh, Fairfield um, got a big win. As you said, that that puts him uh, at four and four in conference play, um, which puts them at least in the uh, a chance to. Um, Take second. It's going to be a battle for second place between. Well, here you want to do a conference uh, before we go to commercial. We need to do a conference baseball um, full update. You said uh, Burlington eight and zero, Mount Pleasant and Fairfield both four and four. Um, Fort Madison does not have their games in from last night. Do you know what happened in Fort Madison last night? Uh, while you were talking, I can look it up. Uh, I tried to look it up too. It's not. They're not on. They're not on. But let's just say they they swept Keokuk last night because that's what. We would have guessed would have happened. Those would probably be pretty close. But Fort Madison is right there with those guys. And then Washington's only three and five because they got those two wins over Mount Pleasant uh, and uh, one against Fort Madison. So um, second place is 
really up for grabs between everyone, uh, depending on what happened last night between Formas and Kiekak. So I'm sure there was something on Twitter about yeah, it. But, you know, maybe we'll get it on the break. Maybe we'll get it at the break. Um, but, yeah, so that's where we stand right now. Mm-hmm. Um, reminder, well, there's non-conference games Tuesday and Thursday, but conference-wise, it's flipped. So now since Washington played at Fairfield, Fairfield will play at Washington for one game baseball and softball on Thursday, and Mount Pleasant will host Burlington uh, for one game on um, Thursday night as well. So we'll see, uh, we'll see how that all pans out, and we'll go ahead. Do you figure it out? No, they, ah. they just have softball up. That's all I can find. Ah, well, that doesn't help us on the baseball standings. Nope. Well, <laughs> oh, well, we're going to go commercial anyway. Uh, when we come back, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the small schools um, and some, uh, some extra um, fun that happened um, this weekend. So yeah. stick with us. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. Bring the kids and share the memories from steam engines, antique cars and trucks, tractors, gas engines, and horses. Maybe your memories are of great food from the North Village to the Log Village. Or going to one of the amazing concerts. This is the place where memories are made. Make plans now to enjoy the history of the past at the 2023 Midwest Old Threshers Reunion, August 31st through September 4th in Mount Pleasant. Visit oldthreshers.com for more details. At Five Star Community Credit Union, we want to help you lead a better life. We offer competitive rates and convenient appointment times for all kinds of loans. Auto, recreational vehicles, home equity line of credit, holiday, and personal loans. We make it easy to build your credit and enjoy the good things in life. We invite you to join Five Star Community Credit Union. We are community-minded and member-focused. Come visit our locations in West Burlington and Mount Pleasant or online at fivestarcu.org. Federally insured through the NCUA. Equal housing lender. At Brown Shoe Fit, we pride ourselves on traditional sit-and-fit service that's been serving the Mount Pleasant area since 1952. At Brown's, we have shoes for the whole family. From kids to adults, we carry the finest footwear for every occasion. Whether you're looking for something for work, casual wear, or exercise, we've got you covered. And don't forget about our selection of safety toe footwear for both men and women. Come visit us six days a week and experience the best in traditional sit-and-fit service. Brown Shoe Fit, where quality and tradition meet. Thank you. 
Welcome, welcome, welcome. Southeast Tiger Union Sports Talk, powered by Fairway Food Stores. <laughs> I didn't say it last uh, commercial, so I'll say it again. Powered by Fairway Food Stores. Uh, what's your favorite thing to get from Fairway, Hunter? Meat. Everything? <laughs> Meat, yeah, that's a good good point. <laughs> that's all I need to say about that. <laughs> that was perfect. All right, um, Hunter, why don't you take us through uh, some baseball uh, from last night? Yeah, um, first off, a little trivia for you. Can you guess our probably hottest, the hottest team we cover right now? Baseball-wise, yeah, it's definitely Van Buren County. Yes. You know how many they've won straight? Uh, I'm going to guess 12 because you said this uh, during the break and I yep. overheard you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 12 straight wins for the Warriors. Uh, they downed uh, Louisa Muscatine last night. Um, 10-1. Um, yeah, there's probably... Uh, this is the uh, the longest win streak of any of our teams this season. Mid-Prairie, I believe, had a 9-10 game. Yeah, win yeah, yeah. Before they uh, lost there. So um, Van Buren playing real well. Only one loss on the season thus far, so... Um, another, uh, baseball, small school baseball action, uh, um, Highland fell uh, by one run to Mediapolis. Uh, that one run came in the fourth inning there. So, uh, tough loss for the Huskies there. Um, uh, mid Prairie, we mentioned him, uh, mentioned them. Uh, they were in action last night. Uh, number two right now in class two, a very tough loss for them, uh, last night in a pair of pair of games against, uh, Regina Catholic, well, they split with the uh, with the Regals over there. Mm-hmm. Four three uh, lost in that first game. Answered back with a six three uh, victory there. Um, uh, Kyoto uh, took on a tough Linville Sully team. Uh, I believe they're top five in the Class One A. Fourteen and zero right now. Twelve two. Uh, the Eagles lost to uh, uh, Linville Sully there, and then. Uh, Pretty big win for New London. Um, Hillcrest Academy had been playing extremely well. Yeah, they would have been, uh, I would say, tied for our hottest. Yeah, well, besides Van Buren beat them the other day. Yeah, uh, uh, Hillcrest Academy was playing very well. Uh, Tigers Tigers have a pretty young squad after you know losing pretty much every starter but one on last year's state uh, championship team. But the Tigers come out with an 8-4 win over the Ravens there at home. So uh, big, result, big result there for the Tigers. But yeah, that's uh, that's all we have. All I have on my side for baseball. Not too many games, but it'll be uh, packed uh, packed action tonight. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a few uh, softball from last night. Uh, Winfield Mount Union plays another football game. Uh, Twenty-one to seven over Danville. Uh, <laughs> the stats for Winfield are gonna be great because they've hit twenty runs now like four times. Um, so uh, um, the perfect. I love seeing a perfect football score in, in baseball softball. Um, Josie Nelson, uh, double three RBIs and four runs scored, uh, Quinn Smith, uh, uh, three RBIs, a couple hits, uh, for the wolves in that one. Uh, the Buren County played Louisa Muscatine pretty tough, um, and did 12 to eight in favor of Louisa Muscatine. Um, Van Buren County, um, had a, a bomb from Ivy Davidson. She went three for four with a homer, four RBIs and, um, couple runs scored and then kylie rowan um had three rbis by the way i watched her in buren county this weekend at the fairfield tournament they played in the they lost their first um game to eventual champion Cheriton. so they played mount pleasant and um new london in the consolation bracket they looked very good they won that um that consolation uh, bracket um the other day and speaking of new london um 16 to 6 uh, losers to Hillcrest Academy. So Hillcrest is a their fourth uh, win of the softball season. Uh, Delaney Shaw had a couple doubles. She went three for three last night. Three RBIs. Um, uh, Morgan uh, Napsiger, uh three RBIs and a couple of hits as well. So um, Hillcrest, look at that four and eight um, on the rise a little bit. That that program. Um, Columbus played Holy Trinity last night. Uh, a rarity. Uh, um, Lily Coyle. Uh, Holy Trinity got to Lily Coyle a little bit. 
uh, but it wasn't enough. Uh, Columbus 10-8, and Coyle had uh, a bomb uh, of her own. Um, she went four for five, a homer. Oh, wait a minute. This is a cycle alert. I got a cycle oh. alert here. Yes, I got a cycle alert. Four for five, homer, triple, double, single. Wow. Cycle for Lily Coyle. I, I I still have yet to do the story on the <laughs> softball roundup, but I know what we're leading it with. Um, <laughs> yep. And a couple RBIs for her. <laughs> Jocelyn Fulton, uh, two for four with three RBIs. We got to tweet out that cycle alert as soon as possible. Uh, and then Kyoto um, falls 12-0 to Linville Sully. And have I missed anybody? Have I missed anybody? Did I, I, did I click on Highland? Did I click on Highland? Nope. I click on Highland. They play against Pekin tonight. Did they play last night? Sure did. Yep. 13-1 winners over Mediapolis. Um, no, uh, no offensive stats here. Oh, my gosh. I was just looking at the Highland-Mediapolis all-time series. I mean, how many times Highland's beaten Mediapolis in softball? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. 19 in a row for Highland over Mediapolis in softball. And uh, that team uh, is heating up a little bit as well. Um, so, yeah, um, Cardinal didn't play uh, the other night. I was telling somebody, as we've mentioned on the show tonight, that um, Cardinal and Highland definitely are two more dangerous teams that maybe uh, didn't have as many wins as they thought in the first couple of weeks. So um, that's it for softball. Um, a little uh, housekeeping to take care of. Uh, we have a Union Area Major Leaguer officially. Um, Pekin graduate, uh, graduate, Pekin graduate, uh, Keaton Wynn, who was in school at the same time as you at New London. Yep. Um, he graduated in 2016. And yesterday we got a, a few phone calls and messages because uh, the San Francisco Giants had just made the announcement that made he has been called up to major leagues. And you said that you hadn't, you didn't, don't remember facing him in baseball, right? No, I mean, I do remember facing him, but just not. Oh, not in oh, oh, I got you. He didn't pitch against yeah. you in baseball. He was like uh, their, you know, their shortstop. Like yeah. I, I, of course, uh, I didn't technically cover Pekin because we had a Fairfield guy, but yeah. I had, um, he was a, a really good basketball player and obviously baseball player. He had a 20 strikeout perfect game at Lone Tree, which Lone Tree is a pretty good um, school. Yeah, I, I think they were... knocked him out of the playoffs one of those years. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, of course you remember. He's one against them. <laughs> 20 strikeout perfect game in, in when he was in high school. So he's uh, called up by the Giants. Now he... Um, he should be pitching against the Cardinals. Uh, I, I assume he's in the bullpen. Well, he's um, he pitches for AAA Sacramento, and he's a starter. He's in the rotation. Right, right. And they pushed his start back the other day because they knew he was going to get called up, yep. obviously. Um and so uh, I would assume he can come in at any time. They're in St. Louis tonight, which, funny enough, is the closest um, yep, yeah. field to his family. And that, they had something um, last whole, night. Yeah, MLB uh, posted on Twitter. Like a bunch of people, like the whole town's uh, yeah. here. It's like, <laughs> yeah, they also, um, they said it was the first, first time he's ever actually yeah. been to a major league park. Which, which is, is kind of insane. It, it, is, it is crazy, but then I was also a kid growing up in South Central Iowa. Uh, and I didn't go to a major league park till after college so, or yeah. till college. So um, I kind of get that a little bit. I mean, the rest of his life, he's been playing at the other fields. So right. he didn't have time to go to a major league game until now. Right. They play at 645 tonight at St. Louis. So he didn't get in last night, uh, but they play at St. Louis tonight. They play at St. Louis tomorrow. Yep. And then on Friday, he gets to go against the Dodgers. Yeah. Uh, Giants uh, Dodgers, his first taste of the rivalry. So, um, yeah, Keaton Wynn uh, will be watching out. For that got a little story and hopefully a bigger story here later in the week about that so yeah. um yeah everybody watched the game tonight and my probably on tv for a lot of people yeah in a pecan area at least because they i think they usually get the cardinals um anyway you got anything else uh nothing really other than uh summer sports or continue to 
chug along, yeah. I guess. That's right. <laughs> and we got to chug along because we got about 12 minutes to I'll do, in, about 30 I'll, minutes of work yeah, here after I'll the show. In, uh, I'll be in West Burlington tonight watching our uh, Van Buren County uh, Warriors take on the uh, Falcons over there. So Yes, and I am going to go to Washington for their game against uh, a baseball game against Oskaloosa, but I'll make a short appearance in Winfield because uh, I'll, my kid plays a, a youth game in Winfield, um, and so then I'll go on up to Washington. Um, so I might get to see a little bit of the Winfield games as I watch my child. Um, and that's all. So we got to get going because we got a lot yeah. of stuff to do. Yeah, we do. I got to go to the dentist. Uh, for Hunter Moeller and then Nikki Brackets, uh, Southeast Dive Union uh, Sports Talk powered by Fairway. Fairway. Uh, we will be back next week. Next week. See ya. <laughs> see ya.